0: Hello and welcome to the new gig podcast I'm your host Glenn Hodgson and today I'm delighted to be joined by the CMO of NerdApp Caitlin McGregor how are you doing Caitlin?
1: Hi I'm good thank you how are you?
0: I'm doing very well so let's roll things back to the start give us a little bit about your background um, what you've been doing and also the start of NerdApp and the exciting things that you're up to today. Sure.
1: Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm head of marketing, CMO at Um. I've been with the company from the beginning, so for about two and a half years now. Um, before that, I worked in, um, I studied the BBA in brand building and management. I worked in media planning direct door drops in the UK. Um, and then I actually got made redundant uh, from that. And I actually turned to freelancing myself um so yeah I, I i took on a few clients NerdApp being one of them um and then we we when we got our pre-seed round of funding i i went over full time and and that's where we are today about two and a half years uh, heading yeah. up the marketing and, and and it's brilliant um so yeah NerdApp basically that started our founder kelvin weatherall he um he was being in it his whole life a tech guy himself um and he used to always help his neighbors with with their IT issues, as you do, like, you know, getting paid in like curries or beer or whatever it may be ah. for helping out family, family and friends. And he always kind of thought, you know, there must be a better way to get paid for for his services yeah. um, and IT guys in general. Um, so hence, hence Nodak was born. Um, so, yeah, you know, initially we started out servicing consumers. So pretty much everyone from from your granny down, down the street <laughs> to your neighbor. Um, and yeah, now now we're kind of pivoting towards more businesses and and servicing uh, IT companies.
0: Mm, absolutely, because there's an absolutely huge need for this, Caitlin, as well. I mean, yes. and we see it more and more, and been able to have this matching process between the uh, the needs from the marketplace, but also bringing the technicians and the experts uh, into the field is uh, is essential.
1: Yeah absolutely um and, and that's and that's really what it's about is connecting the right people to the right jobs uh, at the right time and, and pretty much being on demand which we are so you can yeah. get remote support within within under a minute
0: wow um, that's yeah. pretty quick and you know what are we seeing about this is the whole thing around digitalization at the moment caitlin we seem to have this the, the speed seems to be ramping up all the time as well as the uh, the impact on the economy but also the way we buy and sell services and uh, the way we work as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously COVID and like remote work propelled, propelled this, um, having remote workforces and feeling disconnected. So, you know, especially from a nerd app point of view, being able to make everyone feel connected and be connected and tech is like the center of that. Um, so, yeah, that came in um, greatly at that point um yeah and also kind of from a being online 24 7 perspective i mean we work cross time zones so we we enable people to stay connected 24 7 and you know digitalization obviously helps that um yeah. so yeah it's it's the way it's the way forward and and also from a speed perspective um just getting things done a lot quicker yeah um so it, it helps that and platforms like ours help that
0: absolutely does and it's sort of uh, it's really that on-demand service that you're able to provide and as you say it's truly global in terms of the uh in terms of the operations and the solutions that you can bring
1: yeah that's it and like people don't want to be waiting in like support ticket queues like waiting for their IT to be fixed because then their productivity (laughs) plummet. so getting getting that on-demand instant support definitely helps
0: Mm. it certainly seems to it and the IT professionals themselves, there's, there seems to be, and you, you mentioned the COVID uh, uh, pandemic, but there seems to be this general shift as well that uh, particularly IT workers want to be more open. They want to be more flexible, and they'd rather be sort of settling than rather than settling for a sort of a very specific role. Um, they're more into sort of being able to choose. Projects been able to work more flexibly, work remotely, and you seem to be tapping into that with your uh, services.
1: Yeah, spot on. Um, so I think, obviously, that mass layoffs and whatnot have have left a lot of IT professionals out of work. So to turning to freelancing, is, has was definitely an option for a lot of them, um, certainly for the for the techs on our platform. I mean, in the same breath, a lot of the technicians do this as well as their full time job. Right. Um, to earn extra money, uh, for the flexibility, um. But yeah, that's it. I mean, traditionally, I feel like the IT department is kind of the office, like shoved at at, at the bottom of the building, and, and not <laughs> not particularly glam- not particularly yes. glamorous. Um, really. but enabling these amazing guys and and girls to work from wherever and have the freedom that you know traditionally they maybe they maybe couldn't have had, um, and, and work from home as well or wherever in the world that that they may be, yeah. um. So, yeah, it, it, it's
0: great. And what I'm seeing as well is that these are individuals who are choosing flexibility. It's their personal choice, but they're also earning good money out of this as well. It's not as though they're being sort of uh, pushed to the bottom on, on sort of low salaries and these things. They're they, they earning yeah. good money through the uh, opportunities that are being matched with on the NerdApp platform.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're earning potential could be if not greater than what they would be working in a 9 to 5 and it yeah. also kind of gives them that flexibility and 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 choice to work on different kinds of projects yeah. across different sectors so it's it's quite varied it's not so monotonous
0: yeah yeah exactly and i think it's interesting what you say there as well about adding uh kind of like a side hustle to a a, a more regular mm. piece of work regular income because that's what we're seeing as well seems to be that individuals are using this to add new skills new sectoral knowledge to their kind of arsenal of uh, knowledge and expertise and this is something that is uh the kind of self uh uh uh, growth self-evolution in terms of their careers as well and this allows you to be able to add on these new uh skills and expertise without having to sort of you know, jump into the cold water with both feet yeah. uh, from the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we feel quite passionate at Nerd app about upskilling these guys, you know, yeah. make, having conversations with the right kind of partners so that they can get access to the courses that they need. Um, they can also be potentially looking at building in like shadowing other nerds so that they can be learning yeah. or some sort of like a mentor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely feel passionate about that as well.
0: That's great. And how do you, how Um, do you kind of, because there's there's potentially a lot of uh, IT professionals out there, some are better, some are maybe not so good. Maybe some people are trying to be uh, charlatans on the, on the marketplace. (laughs) How how do you sort of filter out the individuals? How do you sort of vet the quality and the, the expertise that they actually bring to the game?
1: Good question. Uh, So we, we go through quite a stringent onboarding process. So, um, we have about 4,000 technicians on the platform at the moment with a right. wait list as well. We definitely don't accept anyone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's an eight-step process. Uh, number one, they do their ID verification and facial recognition checks to ensure they are who they say they are.
0: Right.
1: Um, they then upload all their certifications that gets uh, checked. Then they do a on-platform assessment so that they can get understanding and, and feel of how things work so they're not, like, confused by the time they get onto the platform with the customer. Yep. Um, so once they go through that uh, the the next step is to do a uh, interview with our onboarding team
0: mm. uh,
1: so that tests soft skills and hard skills it's quite it's quite a difficult assessment but I mean we we definitely pride ourselves on the quality of, of talent that we have on the platform. Yeah. Uh, so yeah once they once they pass that they then sign all the contracts and get onto the platform uh, and then they get tried and tested onto the platform as well. So yeah. all nodes go through a rating system. Uh so we have a premium pool of technicians. So if they have done X amount of jobs and have gotten, you know, five stars, yeah. they then get pushed into the premium pool. So that's servicing more of like our enterprise clients,
0: hmm. making sure
1: they're getting the top top one percent of talent. And then of course there's other like measures in place if if certain Clients or enterprises want the pool to be background checked or yes. any other specific qualifications or mini onboarding to who they're servicing. We we mm. customize customize all of that too.
0: So it's a rigorous process that uh, it is technicians need to go through, and this is great. Absolutely, I think this is probably sort of the uh, one of the reasons for the success and the sort of the trust that you've built up with uh, corporate enterprise uh, clients, the fact that they can rely on you to deliver the quality that they need and know that you've gone through the sort of the, uh, the complicated. The hard yards. Yeah. The hard yards to make sure that the right people have been put into the right places and and, and everyone is who they say they are. And I think that's, Absolutely crucial. Everyone needs to be able to be 120% sure that the uh, uh, the talent that they're bringing in is able to do the job and hit the ground running.
1: Absolutely, 100%. It's a huge thing with enterprises. We work quite closely with, with our bigger clients as to what would make them feel comfortable. Obviously, we have all the securities, security in check. I mean, yeah. on platform, we use a uh, remote management uh, software for when. So we don't use like any desk or team viewer. Um, those are all recorded in-app and they're session-based so the technicians can't you know log on back to the platform um so we definitely have all the procedures and, and protocols in place to ensure smooth sailing
0: yeah absolutely and the uh, the proof of the pudding is in the eating as always in terms of the success yeah. and the growth of uh, uh of the platform and also a waiting list of technicians i think that's also a great sign that uh, you know as we, we talk about the, the, the world of open talent but talent also uh, gravitates towards the best platforms and the fact there's a waiting list of people wanting to get on there is is also a positive sign that you're onto something really really positive here as well Caitlin
1: yeah absolutely and we want to make sure our technicians are working and making you know a good a good living
0: yeah.
1: um so we're kind of just filtering that talent to match the supply supply and demand
0: yeah and it seems like you should be giving the good sellers but also thinking about Uh, education so the evolution of the career of the individual talents as well which i think must be uh, something that improves stickiness if i can call it that in terms of talent on the platform
1: absolutely i mean i I don't think i can't foresee us you know limiting the technicians to only use our platform because i think you know it's it's healthy to be able to work on on multi-apps but again providing a providing a platform that's going to make them sticky you know, if they want to stay and only work on our platform, great. But we're definitely yeah. not going to limit them to that. But, yeah, on that note, we also in conversations with insurance providers, benefits providers to kind of put mm. together a really, yeah, really compre- comprehensive solution for these guys. Because, like I said, some of them use us as and when they, you know, want to pick up or have time to do extra work. Yeah. Other technicians are leaning more towards, you know, working with us full time. So yeah. kind of just finding a solution that they feel comfortable opting into or opting out of um you know whatever works for them really yeah uh, but i think it's important you know that i think freelancers have kind of been shoved to the side for for a long time so yeah. uh, you know building something that's going to make them feel comfortable uh to take the leap you know should they should they want to do that with their careers because like yeah. you said you know they could be they can be and and a lot of the time are earning a lot more freelancing yes. than they would be doing doing their nine-to-five
0: yeah and I think it's kind of we've, we've almost come to that tipping point as well. More stories like this that we can get out there. I think more people will sort of uh, weigh up the options. And I think we've, we have look in sort of recent times about the Google meta uh, of, of this world sort of uh, getting rid of uh, huge sections of their workforce and this kind of spread to other uh, sectors, other industries as well the whole idea of a nine to five being a stable, secure position is not really there anymore either. So I think there's probably, you know, building up your own portfolio is probably the yes. best way of doing things in terms of stability longer term.
1: Absolutely. And you're you taking your time into your own hands, setting your yeah. schedule. You know, some people don't, operate or not early birds you know what i mean yeah. so if they want to set their schedules and work later hours pick up shifts in the us if they're based in the uk for yeah, example then, yeah. then then why not yeah and digitalization you know and our platform and platforms like ours helped us
0: yeah fully fully understand that i think it's it's really good at what you're doing and also you know, could you say a little bit about sort of the business side of things? Because how are corporate entities adapting to this? Uh, either the C suites or the HR department, in terms of having uh, a, a kind of a freelance uh, strategy and being able to integrate the the talent that they need on demand, are they getting up to speed with this? Is it still a little bit of a slow process, or what, what, what are you, what are you seeing from the uh, from the marketplace, Caitlin?
1: You know what? I, I, I don't think the education is there or where, where it need to be in terms of these big enterprises. But, you know, we find a lot of the time it when we speak to the HR managers or the C-suite, it's just about, you know, giving them security is the number one thing. So just explaining right. to them, letting them get an understanding, you know, that ties into education. Yeah. So as soon as they understand how it works and they've used us like a couple of times and they can see how seamless and easy the process is, it, it's good to go. There's no yeah. issues. It's just about that initial leap and like that initial trust. But as soon as that's, that's, uh you know, being granted, then, then it's smooth sailing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a long way to go in, in, in terms of, especially I think educating from a, from an internal level, uh, from enterprises, kind of just yeah. understanding how using open talent strategies can, you know, make them more agile and efficient. And, you know, especially for, for like IT resources, like they don't want to be spending loads of money in-house when they could just be outsourcing this and get the job done much quicker as well using using platforms like ours
0: Absolutely, and if you've got sort of talent that's maybe doing sort of two or three other projects, they're learning from the other projects. Mm. They can bring that to bear Absolutely. on the uh, assignment for that client. So everyone wins, and of course, it's uh, resource efficiency, but it's also uh, um, looking at sort of the the money and time side of things as well. What works best in the uh, in the uh, constellation mm. for the organization itself. So I think that you've really hit onto something in terms of that as well, Caitlin.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, in, in, in smaller businesses that don't have the the needs for, for a full IT department, they can yeah. kind of build out their elastic teams. So we have a node search feature that lets them choose, for example, if they have like new employee onboarding, they can like select their favorite nodes and brief the nodes. Right. And every time they get a hey. new employee, they don't have to like re-explain themselves and they can just say, just tap into the platform, get their get their users set up. And if they have like a cybersecurity project that they that they want to work on, yeah, they can tap into the pool and tap into their trusted team. Yeah. Um so yeah, we kind of work with businesses of all sizes. And it's quite nice also for the for the technicians to be able to work on different projects and and work across different industries, like like I mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what's the sort of the future hold for NerdApp at the moment? What what's the uh the sort of uh, quarter-by-quarter quarter, uh, 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 setup, up of Where do you want to be by the end of the year?
1: Good question. There's, there's a lot going on. It's extremely busy. Uh, we, we're <laughs> just in the process of closing our, our seed round of funding, so Kind of just going to the moon, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, really just honing in on our products and making yeah. sure that the, the the platform is is where it needs to be. We really listen to a lot of the MSPs that we work with um, of what's going to make sense for them. Do a lot of focus groups, and we kind of just build out what what where there's a need for things. Yeah. Um, we also have you know massive growth plans, uh, particularly in the US, uh, Germany as well. Yeah. Um. So kind of just getting all, all hands on on deck uh, for, for that growth. Um, yeah. And then, like I said, we, we're in conversations with uh, insurance providers, benefits providers, so kind of making our offer more attractive to to nerds as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, understand, understand. No, it's really, yeah. really great. And I think that the, the sky is the limit, as you say, in terms of the potential uh, for what you're offering. And I think it's a great uh, source of, of uh, talent and also uh, uh, attraction for sort of freelance IT professionals as well who can sign up get themselves there and be able to access uh, smaller or larger projects that can they can fit into their uh, uh, stream of activity so yeah fantastic
1: yeah thanks thank you
0: good stuff
1: very exciting times
0: it really is exciting times and you've got to come back and uh, update us on what's happening uh later in the year i think as well caitlin but it's been fantastic having you on and explaining the platform what you're doing and also what the uh the benefits are for sort of the societal as well as the uh company situation
1: yeah thanks glenn nice nice to chat to you and let's definitely get a date in the diary to meet up toward the end of the year.
0: Absolutely. Thanks very much indeed.
1: Awesome. Cheers.